Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things I think are worth your time in checking out. So this week and the upcoming weeks are going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be doing something that I've never done before, and I wanted to run this by a few different content creators whom I will reference once we get this kicked off. As many of you by now have heard. And for those of you that haven't, Chadwick Boseman just died. He died with stage four cancer and had stage three cancer from 2016 on, meaning that he did all the Marvel movies, all of his other projects as well on top of that with cancer, including going to hospitals and talking to kids and fans whom also had cancer. And he did all of this while at the same time having his own battles to fight and being a cultural icon and bringing a just a wonderful character to life and it is is wonderful to see that movie do so well and of course i'm referencing black panther which smashed records and also became this this beacon this this icon of hope for uh, the like the younger black generation and also people of color everywhere and it is amazing to see this uh, on main stage and so now with his death you know whatever happens with marvel is of course going to be up to disney and whatever they decide to do but one thing that i can do with you know, this small platform that i have and one thing that i i saw a lot of of concern over within many subreddits that were talking about this or on Twitter is who do the kids have to look up to now? And parents, adults, young adults, everyone, people of color everywhere just lost one of the most famous beloved characters that they have. But now what? Who can they turn to now to read on, to watch, to learn more about? And for me, as somebody that grew up white and male, I have a plethora to choose from. I could throw a dart at the Marvel characters and hit a white person. But I think without a doubt, it's inarguable that representation within the comic space is severely lacking. And don't get me wrong, it's been getting better throughout the past years. You know, we have Miles Morales in Spider-Verse, and he also has his own comics, and we also have Miss Marvel, who's in the latest Avengers game. But still, even there, when it comes to if you were to ask some layman on uh, on the side of the street, like, hey, who's name five black superheroes? Guarantee you no one could do it. And as somebody that I... I <laughs> I'm a massive nerd, and when it comes to knowing all of this stuff, that's kind of what I'm good at. And so, for the next few weeks, however many I decide to do this, I am going to be recommending various black and people of color superheroes. That's not going to be all men, it will also include some women, because this is hugely important. This is something that white people, we don't have a problem with uh, when it comes to superheroes and representation. Like, comics industry is f full of them. But when it comes to the other side of the spectrum or even uh, other genders, it can be hard and it can also be a daunting effort, not only emotionally, but mentally to scour the thousands of superheroes to try and find ones that you resonate with or you can identify with. And so that's what this multi-series episode, uh, multi-series episode list, however you want to frame it, is going to be. And so today we're going to be doing, we're kicking off the first of that episode series. And so... Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so the the first thing that I want to say is that huge thanks to a few people that I was able to reach out to and make sure that this was a good idea. I didn't want to 
I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this since DC Fandom when the character that I'll be talking about today, Static Shock, was announced as going to be a live action movie that is um, being worked on. I will get into him in a few minutes. But in doing this, I didn't want to come off as pandering or belittling or speaking from a place of ignorance. I wanted to do this because I, I genuinely care. And I also genuinely know for a fact that many of my friends and family, as well as some of you, may not know some of the greatest heroes to ever appear in comics. And I didn't want to do villains because I think in the world that we're living in and the world that people of color live in, being cast as a villain is something you have to live with in a daily life already. And so finding the heroes, finding the the hope, the things that you can strive to be, the icons, that's a uh, subtle nod to a future hero I'm going to be talking about, is a little more difficult, especially if you don't know where to start. But I wouldn't have started this if it weren't for a few uh, key friends of mine that I reached out to. Most notably, I want to thank uh, Zombie Kills, who you can find on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter. She's everywhere. She's wonderful. And uh, she helped talk this idea out. And that meant a lot because... Uh, She's not a small content creator, and it meant a lot to to get her feedback. I also want to thank Vikram Baliga, who's over at the Planthropology podcast. He and I talked for for a while about this, about what my overall idea was and how it would come across. And that really helped get my ideas in line because, you know, as somebody like me, ADHD, uh, my tangents can go all over the place. So I really appreciate him kind of funneling my ideas into something more refined. And then finally, I want to thank my buddy Shane, who's, you know, one of my best friends and we talk constantly. And I think he was one of the ones that kind of solidified this idea in my mind as something that I wanted to do. <laughs> playing Fall Guys and uh, we just started talking about superheroes of color and like which are the best ones and and why haven't uh, more of them been put to the forefront and I think the short of the answer was so many people don't know of them they're so unknown and I'm gonna hopefully rectify that within the next few weeks so if you're a parent or you're a kid or somewhere in between this episode these episodes are gonna be for you I really hope that you take what I say to heart and I hope you enjoy this I had to do all of that in order to get into the actual episodes because this way, moving forward with all the other heroes, you don't need a backstory as to why I'm doing this or why I'm recommending it. You just know. So the first one is going to be Static or Static Shock. Many friends that I know that I grew up with remember this hero vividly, and he's one of my favorite characters of all time. Static is a young teenager living in Dakota, and many of the characters that I will talk about exist in the Dakotaverse. More on that later. And Static is a young black man that a uh, long black teenager that lives in Dakota and is going to high school and this really is a great starting point especially for kids and uh, adults because why because there are four seasons of Static Shock the cartoon series that aired on Kids WB that you can find on uh, the DC Universe online so DC has all four seasons online where you can go watch them right now a that's awesome b uh, you can also find the comics on Comicsology or really anywhere that sells comics I'm going to say though that before you go to a comic shop make sure you call ahead Static Shock 
Rock isn't the most well-known hero, and so they may not have his comics that I will recommend near the end. So call ahead and make sure that they have them in stock before you drive down. And then occasionally, if they don't have it, they'll be able to order it for you. So you can look into doing that as well. So Static, as you may have guessed by his name, uh, is able to control like electricity and electromagnetic magnetic fields, which is really, really cool. So if you picture something like Fantastic Four movies with, you know, back in the early 2000s, if you remember what Dr. Doom could do, that's kind of what Static Shock can do. He can shoot like electricity and he can control fields. He's able to like ride on like this metal disc throughout the city, kind of like a silver surfer, except he looks way cooler. And he's able to do all of this because of this incident that happened. And so basically this, the, the introduction to Static's character really shows you what kind of comic you're going to get. You are getting a story written by and for black kids and teenagers and people of color. This is not your everyday Superman novel where you're going to get, you know, the uh, the white alien that gets to save the day all the time and he has no real problems. Static has problems. Some of his friends or cousins are in gangs and how he deals with this is what leads to him getting to getting powers. He basically gets bullied a lot and eventually he, and of course this varies depending on which comic you read and, and the TV show. So eventually he wants to get rid of these bullies. And so he asks his cousin who's, who, he asks his cousin who's in a gang, like a legit gang for like heat. He wants guns. He, he wants to be able to, you know, strap up and go. And so his, his cousin is yeah, like, yeah, hey, here, take it. And so he takes it, but then he uh, kind of gets pressured into showing up to this uh, gang war, which is all orchestrated by the local government and the police force to have all of these gangs in one area and then to wipe them out with this gas. This special developed gas is dropped on all of these people. And then uh, an explosion happens, which ignites the gas and turns it into like this volatile radioactive kind of a thing and swaths of people die. However, comma, many of these people after days of unrest or being sick or whatever develop superpowers. And so this is a very different a very different approach to how a superhero comes about because we have someone like Superman who's just born with it. We have somebody like the Flash or Spider-Man which are in a very like scientific setting and everything is pretty pretty chill for the most part until boom you know, you get bit by a spider and then it runs away and you're fine and you sleep a few days and you bounce back and you got superpowers. But for Static, he's already in a controversial situation that many writers wouldn't have put him in. And why? Because these are real things happening all the time. There are gangs, there are police shootings, there are all of these things that young black people and young people of color have to deal with and accept and learn to cope and, and overcome on a daily basis. Static has these real problems, especially as a teenager. And so this is an excellent way of showing, hey, Static is still who he is on an everyday basis. He's still Virgil Hawkins, and that's his actual name. And what's most interesting about that name is that that is a real person. Virgil D. Hawkins was a real man. He, ah, man, his story is is heartbreaking. He attempted to go to law school in 1948 or 49, and he was rejected. He tried to go to Florida University, and they, they told him to get out because they didn't want black people at their college. And for nine years, he fought that. Nine years he used friends and family and connections to to fight back and he didn't really win until he was about 69 until he was able to practice law but he was never accepted into the Florida bar and so he 
it was the one thing that he wanted to do. And so finally, after he died, they posthumously granted him that. And in a way that's beautiful, but it's also super tragic. And again, this ties back to the writers and the artists and the creators that made Static Shock so great, but also there are like these, these ties to the real world which if you look into them, show why this is so important. And so going back to Static, what's wonderful is that he's still the same guy. He doesn't go from Clark Kent, who's like this nerdy, non-confident, messy kind of a reporter, and then jumps straight to Superman, who's upkept and confident and, you know, a leader and all that. Nope. He's still, he's still Virgil. He's still static. He's got like these sarcastic quips and he's super intelligent, which is again, another fantastic point. Static is very much a nerd. He loves physics and excels in physics. He's great at math. He's great at figuring out his problems from a scientific standpoint and how his powers are going to interact with the local environment and what elements and things to avoid because they're either going to dampen or weaken his powers or he's not going to have an effect on those powers. What's also great is that, as I was saying earlier, his character has to deal with real world problems, which means that no matter how powerful you are, there are some things that your superpowers just can't handle. And this is never more shown than in one of the most famous episodes, Sins of the Father. And you can find this in the episodes list, and I'm probably going to butcher the how it's described, but essentially Virgil goes over to his best friend's house, Richie, and his best friend is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white kid. And so he's staying the night there, and he all this time he had been wondering, like, hey, why, why can't I stay the night at your house? What's going on? And Richie uh, kind, of, kind of puts it off, like, you know, his dad's super busy all the time and doesn't want um, anyone to be over. Well, well, Richie's dad is supposed to be out all night working, and at the last minute, he ends up coming home and finds that Virgil's there. And through the course of an intimate dinner, where they're all sitting down at the dinner table eating, the father makes it very clear that he's racist, that he doesn't like those people, and that they are the problem, and that uh, if they could just get rid of them, and all of those are directly tied to black people. And so Virgil tries to laugh and joke it off, and he tries to ease the tension and tries giving the benefit of the doubt, like, hey, maybe, you know, I don't like the gangs either, you know, yeah, they do crimes, and, and yeah, I have a problem with them. But then as he's, as everyone's kind of going to bed, he overhears Richie's dad talking to his mom about how he came home to find one of them in his own house and that he's tired of Richie hanging out with them. And like, this isn't a kid's show. And like, you have to understand that like, even Mr. Rogers, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood also touched on this. And it's important that kids understand that like, racism is a real thing and it's not fair and it's not okay. And that yes, you are perfect just the way you are. You're gonna encounter these kinds of people, but you don't want them in your life. And you don't need them in your life. And like this episode is so, so good. And it's one of my favorites because it hits on these real world topics that I never had to deal with. But there are kids, countless kids and countless parents and young adults and grandparents, all of these people have had to deal with and could sit down and watch this and could remember incidents in their real life where this happened, where like you were looked down upon, not because you have a bad sense of humor or because you dress weird or anything like that, just because the color of your skin, just because you were born a little bit different than everybody else means you're lesser means that you're the problem and this show was like nah now screw that y'all are wrong and this is why you're wrong and y'all need to change and it hasn't changed and that and i don't want to go on this tangent but like this is another another beautiful moment in a tv show where it hammers home something real that people can identify with and what's more is that unlike some of the heroes that i'll talk about in the future like virgil aka static 
is a teenager. He's a kid that he's dealing with all this stuff. And so that makes him even more relatable. He's not like a grown adult where he can go home and like ignore all of the other problems. No, he still has to go home and do chores and take out the trash and do the dishes and deal with the drama internally as well as externally. Not to mention being a superhero as a teenager, you know? And I don't want to say like all of these episodes are bad, but what I want to say is that like Static was a very revolutionary character and arguably is one of the best known milestone characters. Milestone is the comics that created him. And I'll get into their history in another episode, but Static was wonderful. And that's why he got the, the TV shows. That's why he's being looked at as a movie. It's why he was in Young Justice and Teen Titans. You know, he got to be in all of this stuff because he's so relatable for a young audience. And that's who you want to hit first is the young audience. And then you can bring more adult characters in. And there's another episode that I really love because it's, again, something that I never had to deal with, but it's something that I love getting to see and learn about. And it's where Virgil's family gets to go to Africa. Now, which country in Africa? Can't tell you. Africa's a continent. There's a lot of countries in Africa. I'm not going to list them all off, but I just need you to humor me here. I don't remember which country. They just, they just say they go to Africa. Now, I haven't watched that episode in a long time, so please don't please don't ask me which uh, which country. But what you need to understand is that Virgil's family ends up taking this this vacation away from Dakota. And it's fantastic because Virgil ends up being a superhero down there. I mean, he doesn't stop having powers just because he's in another country. What's interesting is he runs into another hero, Anansi the Spider, who is, oh man, he's so cool. If I had to give like a reference off the top of my head, he reminds me of Zoro from the hat to his outfit reminds me very much of Zoro. But what's really cool is the look on Virgil's face the moment he sees him in action. And it's a, it's, it's a look of pure joy and I almost wager relief. I think as a teenager, Static has had to carry this mantle of being a black superhero and one that kids can look up to and that, you know, people that want to get out of a gang or turn their life around can look to as like this symbol to strive for. And being that as a kid is already extremely hard. Being a teenager is already extremely hard. You have high school and drama and relationships and family and like trying to figure out who you are in this world and your place in it. And then also having to be a superhero on top of that, like that's a lot to ask of somebody. And then in this trip, he gets to meet somebody that is an adult that has all their things figured out, that knows their place. And like he has somebody that he can look up to. And like that is so beautiful. And he tells him that he, he's telling him like, you know, there, there aren't any people like me. There aren't any black superheroes that I can look up to. And like the entire episode is how Static can, can look up to somebody like this while also being his own man, his own superhero and accepting who he is. And it's, it's a fantastic episode because he says in it, he's like, oh man, I thought I was the only one. And he's not meaning the only one with superpowers or the only superhero. He means the only black superhero, the only one that looks like him, that talks like him. And uh, I think another great thing about this episode is that, and all of the static episodes really, is the music. The music in the Africa episode, all of it, all of it has, it, it, definitely has the the african tones and like the instrumentals that you can hear in the background tell you that you were not in dakota anymore you're not in america and you definitely get that feel and it's that immersion that that makes the show and makes the episodes that much more enjoyable the introduction like the the intro music to static is some of the best you'll ever hear in any TV show or any movie. It's fantastic. And it it basically just shows you who he is, shows you what his powers are, 
shows you who the villains are, go. And then you're just in the show. And I think Static is one of the best recommendations that I can make to kick this off because it's definitely a more lighthearted kind of a show. You have him being a teenager. That's already a great starting point because he definitely has that Spider-Man feel to him with his jokey nature and him being in high school. You know, you have these, these elements that are already familiar within pop culture and then you can just piggyback off of that to your own character that is diverse and has and lives in a diverse city, but also work on inclusion and representation and hitting on these hard subjects that a Spider-Man like a Peter Parker wouldn't deal with or know how to deal with. And that makes it fantastic. And this, this is another great one simply because there's more to look forward to. In DC fandom, you know, it was a very, very small note that not many people picked up on. And I haven't heard covered in any comic podcast I listen to. Not a single one has talked about this, about how Static Shock and Milestone Comics are coming back in February 2021. That's huge. It's huge because it gives us all something to look forward to on top of the live action movie that's already in talks and they're working on getting the cast and starting production and stuff like that. Like that's also amazing. And there's no better time than now to work on that. We already have Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse. We already have his sequel coming out. Then we're also going to have the spin-off to that with all female cast. Then we also, you know, we we have we're seeing more and more of these diverse characters, these these people of color getting the spotlight when they haven't for so long. And right now after something as heartbreaking as losing Black Panther, the king you know, where do you go from there? As far as like the Disney, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. They're gonna, they're gonna do their own thing. And Chadwick's family is doing their own thing. And I hope they're doing well. And this is, this is hard hitting for, for everybody, but there are other heroes out there. And for the next few weeks, for however long I can do this, I'm going to strive to do my best to give you the heroes that I think are wonderful, no matter who you are or what skin color you are or what gender you are. I think overall these characters are fantastic. It just so happens that these are going to be characters that some people are going to identify with more than you will. And I think that's important. So that's going to do it for this week. I think the Static Shock TV show is a great place to start. The New 52 run of Static Shock, also great. You can also find Static in the Worlds Collide a rift apart which is a full-on comic series if you watch young justice he's in there as well there's a hint of him with black lightning if i can find that specific spot i'll let you know there are going to be a ton a ton of show notes in this episode i need you to go look at them seriously they are phenomenal also if you've noticed the artwork for this show is so good and it's nothing that was done by anybody at milestone or dc this is an indie artist that i reached out to renee and the artwork i found i was just googling i was just looking up static pieces that i could use for this and i found renee's work and i just scrolled the website and it is just is just incredible one after the other after the other and so i reached out to renee i was like hey do you mind if i use this artwork in my show and they were like no it's fine it's fine you can use it um just make sure you credit all my stuff so all of their stuff will be in the show notes below so please 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 go check that page out make sure that you subscribe to that instagram i don't even care about mine it's not important that work needs way more appreciation because it is it is so so incredibly 
incredibly good. So please go check that out. There's also a ton of YouTube videos that go over the Milestone comics history and the some of the characters that I'll also be delving into in the next coming weeks. There's a video from Variant Comics, which is a great YouTube channel that talks about Static Shock and all of those things. And I think that's going to do it as well as like probably a couple articles on Virgil Hawkins and the things that he went through. So with I think that's going to do it for this week. I think that is a, a great condensed version of the very first hero, why I'm doing this hero, and what you guys have to look forward to. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out, and I'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye.